1: Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy's therapy (laughs) is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Start? Yeah.
2: (coughs) What, are we doing Q&A first?
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I'm so excited you're here! Yes, we haven't seen each other in so long. It has been a minute. Well, we did that, like five. That, when months. we did the black love and the getting naked in bed episodes, that was the last time we saw each other. Yeah, but we didn't get a get to hang out, hang out. We didn't. We didn't have the chance to hang. I mean, we face him no. all the time, so I feel we like did, we did though, because for my birthday. Oh, we did. Yeah, Yeah,
2: we did. actually. This this trip, we didn't get to hang out, hang out.
1: That's true. Yeah.
2: Last trip we did.
1: Because you busy as shit. You feel me? You know, <laughs> you know, you just out here doing things.
2: Yeah. That, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I had to extend my trip so I could see everyone.
1: That's <laughs> how you know you're a blessing <laughs> in everyone's lives. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm drinking beer because you know what? I'm fucking recording at home again, so... It's time to get lit. It's time to do... Wait, I have actually Fireball in the cabinet. Should I do Fireball?
2: I think for old time's sake and because I'm here. Should we do Fireball? Okay, I'm going to the Fireball. I'm excited about this one.
1: <laughs> okay, so we got the Fireball shots because we're trying to take it back to 2016, <laughs> 2017. When we, I first started the show and you was with me, and we used to get fucked up, yeah, off of a fireball and record episodes. So let's take it back, yeah, take it back to the roots. Okay, cheers. Hold on, I gotta record this. Okay, cheers. Bye. Bye. If <laughs> we're gonna go. Woo! <laughs> that was disgusting. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brokaw Therapy. Guess the fuck what? We got six cell of fears in the motherfucking house, bitch. How y'all bitch. doing? How y'all bitch, doing? Bitch, 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 How y'all bitch. doing? All right. Well, thank you for taking that shot with me because now I feel really good and ready than ever yes. to do this.
2: I'm all warm and shit.
1: Yes, and you actually had a request. I mean, I was going to invite you on anyway, but someone was like, yo, you need to bring six on like three times to do fucking episodes. And I was like, trust me, you don't even need to request that. It's going to happen. That part.
2: (laughs) You guys, listen, I know that there's some newcomers, some new people, but I'm I'm OG. Six is OG. I'm OG. I was like low key, like that. What what would I call myself? The impromptu... No, not impromptu. Uh, I was a reoccurring guest before a yeah. reoccurring guest was
1: a thing. You were, like, once I had you on all the time and it just became this thing. That was kind of the beginning idea of, like, I should have recurring guests.
2: Yeah, just regulars, because you guys follow our stories, Yeah, because it's not... Yeah, it's
1: not about me. It's also about people in my life. It's like Sex in the City, you know? It's like, okay, Carrie is the main narrator, but then mm-hmm. you have fucking Miranda, Charlotte, and Samantha. Yeah,
2: and I'm definitely Carrie...
1: And Samantha hybrid yeah that's a hundred <laughs> percent Rose said it best I am um, my son is Carrie mm. my rising is Charlotte no my moon is Charlotte and my rising is Samantha yes whoa
2: how on point is that whoa right that's
1: that's r- that's okay. an astrology chart that's like accurate as fuck Okay, okay,
2: okay, hold on. So that would mean for me, <laughs> I my son is Carrie. Yeah. My rising is Samantha.
1: And I think, no, I think yeah, your moon is Samantha, but your rising is Miranda. Oh, because she comes out
2: very strong.
1: Yeah, and the thing about Miranda is, you know, honestly, people hate on Miranda, but I fucking, like, I love Miranda. She just
2: had hella, like, standards. She was she, like, I, she had standards, and, like, Stuck yeah. by her fucking standards, which I don't do all the time. And she
1: don't take shit. That, yeah. Like that's fucking dope. Like the thing about Carrie, yeah, Carrie's so cute, whatever, but like Carrie's delusional. She's a delusional character. She's a delusional person. But I love her. But she's yeah. just like kind of not
2: real. Mm-hmm. No, that's know? no, that's very on point. Okay. So my right so I'm my Carrie. son is Carrie. Is it Carrie? No, my son is My son is Samantha. My rising is Miranda, and my my moon. Yeah, yeah. I think that's
1: more accurate because
2: isn't it? Your son is like your essence. I'm definitely Samantha, like at my core. Right. And then I, but I come off as Miranda, Mm -hmm. and my emotional side is Carrie.
1: Perfect. (laughs) everyone please down below in the comments tell me what your sex in the city astrology oh, map is love that and I want to know because it actually makes sense I even said it we're so like not even getting to the topic it's fine <laughs> like I actually was getting interviewed I was doing an interview for a job blah, blah, blah. and like I honestly like told the guy I was like oh yeah like my astrology chart and I like told him about it he was like that makes so much sense but no sense at the same time I love it and he's like, but he was like all for it. No,
2: I love that. I actually decided <laughs> to put my big three in my bio because the, because my actual thing is Libra, Scorpio, um, Taurus.
1: I and see that. those,
2: it's, those are such oh, a I dynamic. See,
1: that's literally what the sex in the city, because
2: Yeah. Right. So like my my son is I'm very, very warm, very. But you kind of have to get through my rising right. to get there. I come off strong. I come off as a boss. I come off. as Right. This but exterior. then like deep
1: down, you a vulnerable ass bitch. Yeah.
2: Moody as fuck. Always in my feelings. Should we just skip the Q&A and actually get to the topic?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can. This is yeah. a great segue. This is a great segue. I love that. Yeah, let's do it. So if you guys don't know, I every time I see somebody, for the most part, I try to do two episodes. And we're trying to do a QA, but right now I just feel like we're getting actually into the topic of yeah,
2: that was perfect.
1: Um, getting out of the hoe phase and being more vulnerable. Yeah. Let's just go with that, girl. We're let's, here. Let's, let's talk about let's it. Let's do it. The fireball shot got me. <laughs> I'm in my feelings. So first things first. Yes. Do you think a hoe phase, what is a hoe phase and do you th- and why is it important? And do you think it's necessary?
2: It is so necessary. A whole phase is basically, to me, in my opinion, it's when you experiment. It's when you find out what you like. It's when you kind of like go at sex with like no boundaries, in a sense. Like, my whole phase was if I wanted them, I got them. You know, like it was like it was like
1: I I took a very manly approach to it. You really did. You you came you well yeah you went through it with like just no emotions. I feel like you were really good at like separating. Yeah, and that's because early
2: well, because early on when I lost my virginity, it was with a friend, so it started off casual for me, Mm. and we tried to have a relationship after that, and it didn't work, and I felt like it was too much, like tugging and pulling and I was like I don't want the if this is what comes with sex I don't want it so um, then I made it work for me right I it was more of a defense mechanism than anything for the way that I handled things yeah. but I will say that like I don't I don't recommend people do it how I did it because it's been hard Getting, trying trying because I, I come off number one I come off strong so then I'm mm. I'm behaving like a man <laughs> I'm thinking like a man
1: No, um, but here's it, a thing though because Fuck that. A woman could be strong and that's okay. And that shouldn't be intimidating.
2: No, not even, it wasn't intimidating. Yeah. It, I mean, to a certain degree it was, but like it, it kind, it it worked to my good. And also it kind of, it's hard because certain guys, they, one guy actually has told me that like, he's like for you to, for me to date you, I know, I know I need a big bag. Mm, Yeah, it's true. (laughs) And I feel like because I went through, My whole phase, I got the whole, you know, I'm very experienced when it comes to sex and I know what I like and I know what I don't like. I know what type of dude I like because like a lot of the guys that I dated back in the day, they ended up being my friends. So we'd have actual conversations like I had a lot of guy friends. So I feel like that was really eye opening for me because my perspective is a little bit different. I didn't I don't go into things. I am a hopeless romantic, but I don't go, I don't go in yeah. with that. I you don't in tap like, into that when you're having sex. No. For me, I'm like, okay, this is good now. But it's also crazy because I am also like, you need to fuck me like I'm your girlfriend.
1: Right. Because there is a <laughs> part of you that wants to be a girlfriend. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I also don't know how to handle that.
2: Yet. Yeah. Like it's, it. I mean, I'm right now. I'm transitioning out of the hoe phase because, like, I don't. I think celibacy is what changed me, Mm -hmm. and after celibacy, I kind of got back into the hoeness. And I was like, ah, this doesn't really. It's not. It's not. It's not fulfilling me the way I I want more. But also, I'm what I'm struggling with now is that the more that I want, I am blocking the more because I'm. My first brain is to play games.
1: Yeah, my first brain. Yeah, you do. You're like, I ain't gonna call him. I ain't gonna do this. Yeah, I'm like, no. But like, if you're like, which part, a part of being vulnerable is letting yourself go there. Yeah, and I, and I know it's scary for all of us so because scary. like the, the sense of rejection is just like the scariest part of mm-hmm. being vulnerable in dating. But it's like one of those things where you like have to do it.
2: Yeah, and what's crazy is now I'm around more friends who are just. Vulnerable. like one of my friends she's like i i love she's like i'm a lover i she loves like she's never been loved before she's yeah. like i'm gonna go in it head first and just let it fuck me up and for me that's really hard but i'm getting to the point where i'd rather do i'd rather let it like fuck me over than never experience it right you know yeah cause not- Cause
1: i think people kind of like i mean it's 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 scary thing to get heartbroken and get fucked over but it's also like it's weird to say this but like a part of life it like is. it's a part of the life experience it is of just like putting yourself out there and sometimes you do dis- get disappointed and sometimes you don't but it's like a part of living yeah you know and to kind of like take that away from you because that's what you'd want deep down it's like kind of just robbing yourself of what you really want in life mm-hmm. it's it's actually a, it, it's
2: weird because a lot of like
1: my life
2: i i'm not afraid of change. I'm not yeah. afraid to switch shit up. I'm not afraid of doing all that. But a lot of that is guided by intuition. I don't really have, maybe I need to pray about that. I don't have <laughs> like intuition when it comes to guys, but I also don't, I don't go to God and be like, God, I want a relationship. But I go to God and be like, God, I want this job. Like I want, you know, yeah. so I think it's. I
1: think just putting it like out in existence and saying, because I think the reason, part of the reason why I got into a relationship now was the fact that I was like, I'm sick and tired of this bullshit like I was like legit just being like no I want a man yeah and like not just saying it to like the pod or to my friends but like just saying it to myself like no I want this shit I'm fucking tired of this bullshit yeah
2: you know what's crazy is one of my friends she is right now she's like you are in such a you spot Mm. she's like don't rush it don't. Not to. She's Not like, to. don't rush it because I am enjoying dating myself. Like, I took myself on a date today.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm
2: so enjoying dating myself. I'm so enjoying, like, the solitude that I have. Moving helped that a lot. Like, what I noticed about me moving was I had roommates for forever. Now I live by myself. And when I'm, I'm, I'm Captain save <laughs> Yeah. I I wanna I wanna help everyone around me. I'm really good at identifying people's potential and stuff like that. Where I was putting, I didn't even realize I was putting myself on the back burner. Mm. And I think the reason I haven't been in a relationship is because, no matter what, I treat my friendships like relationships. Right. I treat the people around me like I I get really invested in it. And God's like, yo, you need to. You need to date you. You need to get to know you. You need to like really take this time for you. And I feel like I'm I've been really enjoying it, but I also feel like very soon <laughs> your girl gonna have a man for real. You exactly. Mean? So
1: when people say, because I think people say it all the time, like yeah, date yourself, date yourself. Like, what does that look like to date yourself? Um. For you, for, everyone, everyone's a little different, but for you, what does it look like to date yourself? So like, because how you date yourself is how you want to be dated. Yes. So when, so basically
2: for me, dating myself looks like doing the things, not waiting for someone to treat me how I want to be treated, treating mm. myself that way from jump. So like
1: that right there,
2: <laughs> one of my standards mm. is, um, I'm like tipsy <laughs> off of one shot.
1: Girl. I'm, I don't know. I don't drink anymore like that. I mean, I
2: don't either, but damn.
1: <laughs> you know me be back in the day after yeah. one or two shots I, mean, I was
2: have like a beer, so that makes sense. Yeah. But as far oh, as dating dating me goes, I like like I take myself to nice restaurants. Like actually yeah. this is a good I had a conversation with one of my friends and he was like, "Would you go on a date to Cheesecake Factory?" And I was like um I was like, no, because I don't take myself to Cheesecake Factory, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with Cheesecake Factory. Their bread love, is bomb. I love cheesecake. Factory. <laughs> Their bread is bomb. Okay, but like that's not first date material for me. Yeah, like I don't even do that. Like you know the types of places we go when I when it's my oh, birthday yeah. Every dinner. Every time it's
1: like six's birthday dinner. It's always for me. I'm just like. <laughs>
2: She would so be she, like, we going in and out after because
1: yeah. I because yeah. like <laughs> one time got that restaurant, I was like, can we just like stop by in and out after because it was just like all these like small plates and we're sharing. I'm like, I want my own meal <laughs> with carbs and sides. Yeah, and like I I a whole, whole ass burger. Like I'm really into <laughs> elevated
2: experiences, yeah. so like I'm a rooftop. Go get go get a you know whiskey on the on the rocks. That rooftop. Yeah. Like I take myself where I want to be taken. So. And this is something new because I used to be cheap with myself, but doing that attracted cheap men. Baby, mm. if you want to date me, it's coins, and not even, not even because like I'm after the money. It's the principle. I like nice things, right. so I need for you to know that like I'm a filet
1: mignon, like not a mignon. Flaming- Flaming hot cheetos.
2: Yeah, like I, I like. So I need an eight ounce. Okay,
1: <laughs> i like flaming hot cheetos.
2: <laughs> like it's, it's, you know, and and my standard when I was younger was like you have to match me or above, right? And I used to just say that, but I wouldn't. I wasn't hard on it. But now it's, it's, it's a hard. Like if you don't have the things that I have, especially me as a black woman, fuck. What I look like? What I look like you? Right, like it it has to be. So now I'm intentional about even if I go and like I'm gonna go get coffee. I don't go to McDonald's to get a one dollar coffee. I go and I get a latte, an iced one. It's an experience. Like right. I want, I treat myself to experiences. Right. So then it's not like it'll make me uncomfortable means- if anyone dates down on me or if anyone right. tries to tries to like take me take me to Jack in a Box. I don't go to Jack in a Box. <laughs> Bless me. you. Ooh. oh bless Excuse you me. okay you know mm-hmm. yeah just just dating dating me looks like doing the things that i wish someone else would do for me but doing them
1: for myself right but let let's say because i mean that's completely i think a perfect example of what to do to date yourself mm-hmm. but that's like the physical date that's like the on the surface date you mm-hmm. know what i mean as far as, like, like let's dive deeper.
2: Let's get deep, Do you know what I
1: mean? Because relationships, now that I'm in one, I know. <laughs> like, what I've realized is, like, it's more than just what, you know, obviously I want nice things. I'm not going to settle for yeah. an ain't shit dude. You know what I mean? Like, I want someone who's obviously, and I have someone who's obviously great. So it's just, but it's like, okay, you're great at taking care of me and all these going to nice places or whatever. But as far as, like, the emotional standpoint, like, how are you going to be there for me? So how do you emotionally be there for yourself?
2: Oh, um,
1: I was trying to dive journaling. Cool.
2: There you go. Journaling. I journal. See, that's lot. good that you
1: process your feelings. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times we get really caught up in just being like, why do we feel this way? There's no point. You know what I mean? Like, we kind of suppress. We kind of talk down about how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. And
2: well, for, for me, it's it's really important for me to understand like I've, I've really, really been paying attention to what role I play and how life plays out for me Mm -hmm. because the role that I play, it's either you're either, you're doing one of one of two, you're either responding to life or you're reacting to it. And I always want to respond. Like I don't want to react to what I'm doing. So if something's flustering me or bringing me out of character, I want to know like, what is like what's triggering me. Mm -hmm. And then also just keeping a record of like, how life is going for me right. you know just like the thoughts like the past couple of months have been really like who have been really introspective really intense and i i bet if i were to read back my journal entries it every day was different so just really yeah. just like taking the time to be kind enough to myself to give myself space and even, like, right now, I'm not on social media, so, like. Yeah,
1: you do, are you're really good at, your, like, giving yourself <clears throat> that mental health break. Yeah. Of when you're feeling, you know, a certain way.
2: And then if I'm feeling, like, a new feeling, or if I'm feeling um, something, I'm sh- strong is something that I am. And that's right. how I come off. But I've been, in this past season, I've been allowing myself to be vulnerable. If I want to cry, I'll cry. Like before That's I used to hold, I know used what's to hold crazy. it back.
1: I never, I mean, we've been friends for so long, but I've never seen you cry. A lot of people haven't. Yeah. You've seen me cry. Have you seen me cry? Like, have, okay. you, seen you, have you seen me like ugly cry? Yeah, you see seen me ugly.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like I have seen, yeah, I've seen you ugly cry. Was it Morgan? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely seen you ugly cry. Okay. For me, I, ooh, no, I don't think anyone's seen me like ugly yeah. cry. And it's something that I'm, like, trying to – I feel like this 2020 was a year where I had to let myself ugly cry, and I had to, like – I felt like I was stopped up. And it was right. just, like, why are you doing this to yourself? But just letting my own guard down and letting myself just not have control over things and just, like, just being kind to myself. Like, yeah. being giving myself the time where I'm, like, girl, you can you can watch TV today. You can <laughs> well, watch – It's okay. You can, can binge watch – some binge watch some some, 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 some shows shop, shop,
1: for sure. some shows yeah
2: it, you don't always have to be working you don't always have to oh, be i let yes. hustle hustle culture i, I,
1: killed, we, we, it. We, we, I yeah, killed it we yeah i'm done I'm, I'm done with the hustle culture for sure and we were i think a big advocate for it in the beginning like when we were younger what if you go back that on one's... my
2: on my instagram i have this post it's like never not working that's not
1: good. That's
2: fucking nasty. Never we, not- need
1: to, we need to normalize the fact that like never not working is actually very toxic. <laughs> like that needs to be talked about more. Like we lived in an era where girl boss was like Disgusting. the shit. Uh, yeah. And like, I, but I, overall it was actually such a toxic work environment. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she's was an unhappy person Mm -hmm. you know and it's like is that what life is truly about no it's not it's all of this and it reminded me of why the why i left the fashion industry fuck you fashion industry It's because it, it it was like this facade that it was like you know great and you could make a you know a livable wage no or you could be very successful you know but you have to like take the Take the dirt, take the shit, and I remember like, and no that like that that crushes you. That's not good. It's not That was healthy. like the
2: the the blanket spiel that you would get on an, on a fashion job in the beginning Oh yeah. This
1: is not glamorous.
2: Yes. If you are gonna have to get down and dirty. I remember when Me, I, they're
1: gonna take advantage of you. Yeah.
2: I remember when I when I note when I realized the ceiling. When I realized the ceiling in fashion and that's when I moved on, um, it was I forgot what job it was, but all my jobs were like capping at like 20 dollars an hour. Yeah And I all was the like, jobs were like, I was like, yo, the only way for you to make it in fashion in my opinion is if you make your own label or if you come from money.
1: Yeah, and, you, and by doing that, you have to steal from your employees and not give them a livable wage yeah. in order for you to have a glamorous life yeah. that you want and it's not like it's not fair
2: yeah one thing i learned in 2020 is that i was operating way too much in my masculine and i had to reel it back reel it back and be chill and let life flow and let life you know not also translated in my dating life right yeah oh my god Transition. i <laughs> i am so like my way my way my way my way like so masculine and i don't want that anymore i want to be able to have like i'm an alpha woman
1: mm-hmm.
2: but there was a time where like i would even scare off an alpha male because they're like you do you even know how to submit when my being it's not even wants about me, submitting
1: it's about compromising
2: i mean com- i wasn't wasn't even we willing, to willing to, to do that though, okay but like for for an alpha male
1: which and is that's the what kind that's what I
2: want for an alpha male there needs to be a certain level of submission. Mm. And so like I've taken the time to really study like you know femininity and like what that looks like and like how I can kind of like you know the the question of what you bring to the table really used to bother me and like i really took some time i like, go okay what do i bring to the table like i feel like i am the table like okay um so but like how do you how do you like approach that and then now i'm like okay what i bring to the table is my intellect like yeah. what i bring to the table it doesn't have to be these hard skills because those hard skills no. although you have them you can them, always
1: work on those cooking skills those those cleaning skills no, no, those no. are things that are all work on
2: i was I had all that. That was yeah. that was just. But I'm life, just saying, cause life life that's like that's,
1: that's 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 like the kind of a qualification I think that people assume to be like a good girlfriend or good wife. That some misogynistic people out there really think that that's no. Anyways, but it's going on.
2: it's literally the fact that like a woman. It's more than just that. It's yeah, like a woman is is a relationship is essentially. I mean, some relationships, but my type of relationship is like a like a it's like a business. You know, like for real, your husband is the CEO, and you. Well, in, in my situation, y'all y'all gotta believe me, or y'all gotta agree with me. But I would be the creative director. Mm. The way that our life happens is all by by my design, taking into hit into his wants and my my wants and his wants, putting them together and creating creating our lifestyle. Like taking care of the home and like doing all that. Like not me, not mean I'm gonna be in the kitchen, but like. I might be in the kitchen well, one night, Here's the thing be the that like men night. and
1: women, because we're only talking about like heterosexual couples, obviously yeah. men and women. Um, the thing about women is that like, the way that we just even process things, the way that we, we yes. think about things is just completely different from a man. Mm-hmm. So just, I we're,
2: you know, we're here. We simplify men are
1: more black and white. We're really like about the details of like,
2: yeah. And sometimes they don't even see how simple something can be because they, right. because they are so Simple-minded sometimes, right. like one of my guy friends, and I think that the the men that I have gotten close with in the past year have showed me a lot about about me as a woman. Like one of my friends, he was stressed about something, and I I even forgot what it was, but I remember he like told me what it was, and I was like, oh, like it's nothing. It's just da da da, da. Yeah. and he was like, thank God for women.
1: Yeah, like the way that we we
2: we're able to process. We, yeah, exactly. We process things in a we way that we we are, yeah, and we're able to simplify things. Some things right. that don't need to be complicated. And I think that like before, I wasn't aware of all of that. that quality. I wasn't aware like I was aware that I had that quality, but I didn't think that that was one of the valuable qualities that made
1: me. Yeah, you know, like that's what I bring to the table. The My fact that I can. Geez, sim- right now, sorry guys. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's. Yeah, or just. The weather lately. Oh, it is, the weather is the weather is crazy. So excuse me if I'm here the snuffles. But yeah, continue.
0: Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women, Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind.
2: This is the story of Harry Dallowitz, and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream.
0: So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: <laughs> um, I forgot what I was saying. But yeah, that's what you bring, your value, your intellect. Yeah, I think that... And your heart. I think that like... I, you know you shouldn't brush over the fact that you like have a huge heart for people in your life like I you do. love hard and not just with like men but just like for your family for mm-hmm. your friends like you like even to, at
2: one point it you to would my pull own. up like, yeah. maybe, like, <laughs> at one point it was to my own detriment like where I was just doing for people right. and I feel like I at one point I had reeled back so hard where I felt
1: yeah I we felt, talked about this off air yeah
2: I felt like I wasn't at, like, my heart wasn't at, like, I had pulled back so much that I didn't know how to how to use my heart in the same right. way. But now I'm like, you know, slowly but surely, it's kind of right. like, I'm, because before I used to go all in.
1: Yeah. Like I've if, seen you. I've seen you do it. <clears throat> and I've seen people man. take advantage of that.
2: People still taking advantage of it.
1: <laughs>
2: still. Um, um, so I'm just yeah. being, I'm being more, more cautious with, with how I give. Because I know that I'm, I have the ability to overgive yeah. and to overextend. And then Sorry, my phone. it gets to the point where it's like, I'm hurt. But then people are like, I didn't
1: ask you to do that. But you do it out of love though. Like who, that's who you are. And yeah. when you're in a relationship though, because that's the thing that I used to think that like, even about myself, like I would just like fall for these guys so quickly or I would like, Want to do so much for them and mm-hmm. i used to think that that was such a negative thing but mm-hmm. i was just obviously was doing it for the wrong person but now that i'm in this relationship it's like one of the best parts of the of us is the fact that like yeah like i'm fucking loyal like, mm-hmm. like yeah i'm fucking here i will always you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just like i could be completely myself and it's just doesn't feel like you need to dive back in or whatever yeah. you know i
2: think it, it really boils down to discerning who gets that or not
1: it's exactly what that is. Yeah, like
2: it's just like okay, you gotta, you kind of have to like let people show you who they are before you go all in. And, and that's why I, wasn't I truly that.
1: think that being friends first with someone is oh. is important. It's because of those factors that you know, yeah, like you just you get to know each other in a platonic way mm-hmm. and see each other's values and potentials, and then when it gets to a little bit of romantic shit, that's when you know that someone's worth it.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. actually crazy because right now I'm. F- Befriending an ex. I actually Which one?
1: Um Oh yeah, yeah, no, we talked about this. Y- yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> we, okay. these, I actually
2: hung out with him last night.
1: You did, mm-hmm. bitch. I thought you'd
2: be a busy Hung <laughs> out with him last night and there was no, nothing physical. Okay, good. Like we're actually trying to be Always. friends. Like yeah and it's hard because it's like you know i'm used to him like if i like if we're in the car like him putting his hand on my thigh right. or like you know i'm used to that kind of stuff like he's still a gentleman with me but it's different to like right. you know but i do value it i value the fact that we are um building a friendship because i do think that like you know he do might You guys
1: talk about like your traumas. Mm. You should talk about that cuz that's how the fuck you know that someone's compatible. Mm. this is this is a secret formula, and I'm telling all of you guys. Ask him about his relationship with his parents, all of his trauma that's where the trauma begins,
2: yeah, that's deep. So okay, like that's what, and like ask him like what?
1: Just, you know, like just simple simple questions like, you know, how is it like with your mom like, how are your parents doing? Your parents, like you, kind of like you start with the little step like oh, like are your parents still together? And if you're, oh, they're not. Like, how's okay? So, how's your relationship with your mom? Are you closer to your dad? Or are you closer to your mo- like? I feel like those kind of like conversations, you know, instead of like just hitting to like, okay, how's your trauma? Mm-hmm. You know, like you kind of just build up and having that be ca- a conversation because I think you know, yeah, trauma starts with the parents first, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how you escalate. Because I feel like that's how me and my boyfriend now, like, were able to. Get super close because we initially talked about that.
2: Mm. You know, I'm actually gonna do that because we talk often, so I'm gonna be
1: like, so today's topic. And men love when you like just listen to them because they just don't have a lot of space to be vulnerable. Yeah. So when they feel like, oh, like you could talk about this, I could talk about this with you, and you could talk about this with me. Like it kind of unleashes. I'm, like, really spilling the game right now, but I'm telling you guys, this shit fucking works. Mm. That's when you really, like, when he starts, like, opening up, and you start opening up is when you realize, you know, if there's a connection or not, or, you know, if your traumas kind of are compatible. Like, mm. it just, you, you'll you feel it. You'll yeah.
2: feel it. I, th- I think that that would be good. That will be a really good conversation, because he asks about my family all the time.
1: Yeah, open up about your family. Yeah. And I know that's, like, all of our families are a little fucked up in, in their own ways. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, that's just... We it all is have it our is.
2: own sort of dysfunction.
1: Oh, for sure. Like, no family is perfect. And if it is as boring as hell, get that the fuck part. out. Like, you just got to find someone's dysfunction that matches your dysfunction. Yeah. You know, and it's not that necessarily it needs to, like, be the same, but just in a way that, like, it just works. Mm-hmm. And you you know when you hear it. But you should, you should talk about that. Yeah, I definitely am. I that's think- a way, I think, that you become vulnerable Mm. what someone is when you talk about parents and family
2: yeah and kind of really tap in there
1: yeah Ooh,
2: it's gonna change the game y'all that's what i'm
1: saying and actually my best friend nina told me that too because i remember a while ago she's like because she's also someone shout out nina she's also (laughs) someone that like almost every dude that she's dated has like really fallen for her Mm. and i was like why like mm. what is it that you do? And she's like, I don't know. I always ask like how their relationship with their parents are, and I feel like that kind of like opens them up
2: because mm. like, girl, let me watch, watch me have everybody fall in love. <laughs> <honey>.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, that's so true because like, think about the times where like at least for me, where I felt like really connected to someone is because I felt comfortable enough to be like. <sighs> My parents were like this, and this happened to me, you know, mm. because like you, you, it's like a safe space. Yeah. So
2: no, I love this because it's. I feel like, not even I feel like I know. That, <laughs> one of my problems is, y'all. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all realty how y'all get to a point of like self awareness that will help you is when you are able to look at yourself first. You know, I. I really, really take inventory of everything people say to me. So a couple guys have said, like, like they've said that I don't open up, right? Mm. And part of the reason is because, I'm afraid because I've had people use use what they know about me against me. Yeah. Um. So that's part of part of the reason why. But I think that it would help this. What you're saying would help if I'm like, you know, if I'm asking them to open up. Right. With me, then I would feel more. It's comfortable. a way. to for,
1: Yeah, it's a way exactly for to to kind of. Yeah, because not for just for them, but for you. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, this is a safe space. We could talk about this. But again, I know there are people that will use things against you. Again, I've had exes, Morgan, who have used shit against me. But those are just. Again, lifetime experiences, yeah. right? <laughs> it's like we can't, like, we, in order to get things right, we have to go through some Y'all shit. I'm
2: excited to go on a, on a date or two because I'm going to see if this works.
1: You got a date tonight. So maybe you'll be like, so, like... Oh, we going to talk. You know, where are you from? Your parents here, they still together. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like, where's your mom at? Where's your dad at? You know.
2: Yeah. And because <laughs> that actually makes sense because, like, sometimes I make it a point for guys to know that I have a dad. Mm. That's, like... I bring my daddy up in the beginning. Yeah. So you know that like, you know, shit ain't sweet for real. Cause yeah. there's different things that guys do when you're, you know, when they know that you're, you were raised by a single mom. Right. For me, no, I was raised by my granny. My daddy was in my life. He put me on game to everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, you know, I let them know that like, I'm not one to be play with all right. that. Um, But no, this is really good. I really feel like it's going to change.
1: I remember. Because it's um, a step to being vulnerable is to open up about, you know, like it's just a little bit. You don't have to give like your fucking everything unless you feel safe to do it. But like, it's it's, it's a conversation starter. Yeah, it's a way to. You I know. remember
2: we had that conversation a couple like a like a month and a half ago, uh, about the the older guy that I was you know oh, yeah, had a yeah, little yeah. rendezvous with, <laughs> and I was interested in him, and she was like just text him. He's older, like he won't care. And I'm over here like, eh. girl. So I texted him like not too long ago, and um. It was just kind of like dry like I was just like hey and he was just like hey and then I don't even remember where the Oh, you don't even know how to text. Yeah, like you
1: I felt like old. the conversation didn't go like, you old. <laughs> I
2: didn't I feel like it didn't go anywhere, but we had a really good time and I'm just like <sighs> Wait, did you guys like go on a date? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was a date. Oh my god. So you actually went on a date with him? I do. Are you
2: remembering the right person?
1: the old ass dude that saw you taking a photo was like oh and he had like a daughter that was like close to your age oh no <laughs> that was
2: recent fuck uh, no I, okay i'd be
1: confused all Okay, right i'm trying that
2: to, guy i actually told i had to, to tell him that our age difference was not oh yeah yeah because i remember you telling that. me that i
1: thought you like
2: anything i don't know wait which no the guy it was around christmas i went back to his hotel
1: room oh y'all getting the tea Oh, and I told you to just text him. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Okay, I do. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know. I felt like I was might have just been fun for him. Yeah, felt like it might have been fun, but
1: he was cool,
2: and he was like, "You're fun." So I was like, I, "Honestly, I don't want anything serious, but I want like, I want to get to the point where like I could just like chill with with guys, and it's not too much. Like, we could like, you know, when you in the city, hit me, hit your girl up because I'm a good right.
1: time.
2: Like, right. But I feel like I shoot myself in the foot because I be thinking too much. Like, I act like I don't think too much, but I fucking think too much. This is why I don't be texting people.
1: I know, but just do it.
2: Just text them and don't care?
1: Yeah, just do, do what your heart to fucking desires, honestly. Like, why deprive of yourself of something that you actually want to do?
2: Mm, I need to start doing it. Because a lot of times I'll be like, oh, I'll think about somebody, and I don't hit them up, and then I'm like,
1: ugh
2: irritated with myself and then like we just exactly. don't exactly and it's like get what's gonna too. happen
1: is like okay y'all meet up and continue something or you get ghosted and whatever or just nothing happens and it's like okay the part of getting ghosted sounds like rough but like in on odyssey you'll probably get over it in like a month that's true you know what i mean it's just like and oh, again, okay. a part of living. We have to go through the motions.
2: How do you go about? I love how this is like you giving me advice because you're in a relationship.
1: Ew, who am
2: I? <laughs> I love this version of you. Okay. <laughs> so you. what if there's someone right that ghosted you? He didn't really ghost me, but the energy got weird. And we, the same guy? No, this is somebody different. Okay, okay, okay. And we but like we were locked in, like it was cute for a couple days. And then, but we never got to our first date. We just kind of stopped t- talking. And he, But he's on my mind. Like, I think about him often. Because I'm like, I really want, wondered what that would be. Like, yeah. do I just let it go or do I hit him up?
1: I hit him up. I'm I, Honestly, like, I used, even before, like, my boyfriend now, like, I was someone, like, I would just hit up. And, like, yeah, it would sometimes, a lot of times, end up a disappointment. But, like, again, you get over it. i mm. rather just live in a life where, like, you do something because you know that you, again, it's not like you're even doing it on impulse because he's been on your mind. You've been mm-hmm. sitting on it.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously, it's just hit him up. Yeah. Let him know you're thinking. Because that'd be the yeah. thing. I don't be like I. Someone told me before he was like, I feel like you don't like you don't like show me that you like me. And I'm like, I'm on the phone with you right now. And it's I like, used yeah, this is like the
1: same way, too, where I'm like, no, I really liked you. And they would be like, well, I didn't know that.
2: Mm. And I'm like, what do you mean?
1: And it's because, duh, I was like, I'm not going to fucking text him that's mean yeah and like I, I think i fast. think we're all so scared of like and i get it too it's not your fault like we're all so scared of like looking like crazy or clingy but like only dudes that are not interested and in fucking immature are gonna think like that mm. a grown-ass man who actually is interested would be like oh cool like she reached out you yeah know, and it's gonna be excited about that yeah and you'll never Oop. know until you try Oop. and shoot your shot <laughs>
0: yeah yeah okay well
1: i love this fucking episode because i think that like throughout the years we've seen savage six Mm -hmm. we've seen you again maybe it correlates to your dating life if you know we've seen you just be like fuck it like let me just get dick whatever Mm -hmm. and i think the whole phase again Super important. Oh, so but important. every hoe has a heart. I'm repeating myself because I said that earlier. I, was really I proud love of it. that. But every, every hoe has a heart.
2: I have a heart, y'all. Exactly. My heart's huge as fuck too. So it's like that's why I'm like hella guarded. Every
1: every person that acts like a tough bad bitch is probably has the biggest heart out I'm of anyone. I'm just a little teddy bear. <laughs> but I'd be like, <sighs> you're like Junie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ju- Me and Junie are twins. Yeah.
2: <laughs> No, like seriously. Uh, I,
1: I like Judy's my cat. Yeah, I I love hard. Yeah. yeah. And And that's okay. I think that like we used to kind of shame people who would love hard. Oh my and, god,
2: remember that was like the that was like the trend to be like fuck love. Who
1: wants that That was that a shit? toxic time, mm. but like come on, y'all. We all want love. I
2: even stopped listening to R&B because I was like, uh-uh, even too now lovey? Even now, it's hard for me to listen to R and B because I know it's gonna pull me back into this like lovey dovey. I want love. Who cares? I know. I'm trying to get out of it, but I'm because you probably
1: deep down love R and B. Oh, what? When I was—that's what I'm saying. Why would you deprive yourself of something that you want? But
2: like, I love rap too. So like, my favorite both. No, I know. (laughs) But my favorite rap songs are the ones that have like a really melodic R and B type beat.
1: Exactly, because deep down, (laughs) you a bitch who wants love. Yeah. RB is all I listen to because I'm that bitch. You are. Honestly, Marcus,
2: when I think of Marcus Houston, I think of oh, you. Dude, I fucking love Marcus Houston? <laughs> like, he, when it was last time he put out an album, we don't know. We don't know. But, he's but on, I be listening yeah, like Yeah, he's new. on Stephanie's Recently, recently Played. Like, <laughs> I
1: fucking love Marcus Houston. Yeah. Who like still listens to Marcus Houston? Not me. Comment below. Definitely none of my listeners. <laughs> They're probably gonna be like, who's, who's Marcus Houston? <laughs> 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 recommend a song. Yeah. Um, That Girl. See, that I don't even remember girl, that, that song. Circles is really good too. I love, I love
2: circles. Circles is a good song. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's a good yeah. one.
2: I'm a hoe with a heart,
1: y'all. You are a hoe with a heart, and I think that's that's okay, you know. Um, and you know, do you have any last words about transitioning out of a hoe to recognizing your heart? Um, should we name this a hoe with a heart?
2: hoe with a heart. I love that. I love that. We love I love that. that. Um hmm. what advice would I give you guys? Let yourself feel yeah. for all you savage bitches. You know, it's let a nigga love you one time, you know. That's what yeah. I'm trying to do. That's, and it's scary all I'm trying it's to do scary
1: to like get heartbroken and get fucked over. And, you know, I think that it's just like hopefully not a lot of you guys go through it. But it's one of those things that just like happens when it comes to dating and mm-hmm. just finding love. You know, and we could, and I've done it too. You've done, we've all done it where yeah. we like act like a hoe without a heart. But like deep down, we, we in this thing
2: together. Yeah. Like okay. we just want to
1: be loved and fucked and kissed and Yo. rubbed and all of respected that. All and, of
2: the above. All like, I, yeah. need, I need parts of everything you just said. I
1: like, I feel like with me, with my like hoe phase again, it was like this facade that I was trying to put. I was just trying something new again, being young. Mm-hmm. But I think what I've realized now that I'm out of it, I looked back and it was like a lot of times all of the situations that I was into is because that's all I thought I deserved. Mm. And like I used to say to myself, I don't want a relationship. I don't want a relationship. When deep down I knew I wanted a relationship, but I just thought that I wasn't worthy of a relationship.
2: Ooh, that's deep.
1: And it was like a tough pill to swallow when I got, you know, older and realized what I was doing. and was like, no, this is like, Fucked up. I think Morgan, I mean, Morgan, it was a fucked up situation, but I'm so happy that I went through that because mm-hmm. of everything that happened with him cheating and just the way the the dynamic of the relationship was. It just made me realize, like, what it looked like to love yourself and what kind of love that I needed and, you know, deserved. Mm. So, yeah. I don't know. What did you just say? I had a thought. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? <laughs> Um, that's that's all I felt like I deserved
2: yes I will say to piggyback off of that I think that me avoiding because I was I was avoiding being mm. in re- relationships it's not that I couldn't get one it was by choice right yeah um yeah. I think that that happened because i I was afraid or i I also didn't feel worthy of the love that I knew that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I think that now I'm very, very clear on the type of love that I want. That the way that I like I wasn't I wasn't sure that I could get what I knew what I knew deep down was right for me. Right. And it's kind of like it kind of goes with like self-love and just like life in general. You kind of have to like rise or like you have to you have to put yourself there before you can actually get it. And right. I felt like I all the things that I would fantasize and want. I wasn't the person to receive them back then, which is why I was I was self-sabotaging. Which Right. Is, yeah,
1: exactly. Which
2: is, you know, that that was like my pattern, just like not I wasn't allowing those things to come to me because I didn't feel I was. I could have them at that moment, but now I'm like, OK, no, I want this, that and the third and <laughs> I'm going to get it. And now that I'm clear on it, I feel more confident about going and getting it and doing the work that's necessary to get it because there's work associated with all of it, you know, like knowing, like literally identifying my own shit. So when I go into things, I can like not sit here and be avoidant. Like before, I didn't know how to do that, so I would have fucked up a relationship anyway, right? Because I was over here like not in your head, yeah, (laughs) not not taking, not taking, um, taking consideration of the things that I'm doing. Like now, I'm really like okay, now I'm self aware. I know that. If we get into an argument, I know, like before, I probably would have been like, how oh, the fuck are you talking about? Now I'd be like, you right. Right. And I'm okay with being like, you right. But before, I wouldn't have done that. Right. So it's it's a really interesting thing of like how growth happens. Even. Just holding yourself
1: accountable and mm-hmm. opening up and yeah. Because listen, they ain't shit, but we ain't either. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. You guys, Savage Six No More. Mm-hmm. Who is she? What's your next name? Just. I'm just six. Yeah, I don't want to because I don't want because this is who you are. This I don't want
0: to put
2: like I don't want to say sensitive because I'm still that bitch and I'm still. You've been sent, like still, You're six. Because, still no, because savage you're, if I need it's to. It's because you're
1: coming into your own. Yeah, ooh, that's what it is. I like
2: that. I definitely am coming into my own in all facets. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about like I'm in my Saturn's return right now.
1: And in, oh yeah, that's, and this bitch that's been rough. getting me together. <laughs> Do you remember my Saturn's return? <laughs> Do you remember mine? You're the one who told me about a Saturn's return. Because that's what, cause when I was going through it, everyone was like, oh, Saturn's return. I was like, is that why everything's a mess? Yeah. <laughs> Everything I've, is a I mess. I've been
2: feeling like, feeling it, it's been <laughs> six, almost six months now, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> but I think I got like, what, I got like two and a half more years of this shit. Right.
1: It gets better, though. It does. Okay, well, thank you. Because, it really does. Because there,
2: there was days I was like, oh, I, can I go on? <laughs> I don't know but I'm I'm grateful to be here yeah blessed blessed I'm just
1: blessed to be here you are we're blessed to so you here oh. yes but plug yourself beach alright you
2: all beach. right y'all sixella fierce.com where you can find everything just go there Cause so I don't really be on the gram like that I am on tiktok sixella Fierce. oh shit um so yeah catch me sixella fierce.com Am I, oh, this is actually great because I just redid my website. Oh, yes. Um, we love and a new website. fucking fire if I have to toot my own horn toot toot. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, go check that out. SixellaFierce.com. S-I-X. I'll have it in
1: the, in the description below. Yeah, so I'm going to spell it. Period, Poop. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to spell it. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go All that shit is there, including the merch, you guys everything if you want to support i've had people be like how do i show support how do i give support and buying the merch and just being you know super word of mouth and just telling people your friends sharing yeah but buying the merch you know if you don't want to buy it that's fine but it does help like everything all the profits go back to like the pod Mm -hmm. and like getting new equipment and eventually having my own studio so if you do want to help Help, help a cause, help, help a broke girl, girl out. out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if not, that's fine. That's okay. No big deal. I love you anyway.
2: Yeah, we love y'all. Okay. I love y'all for wanting me back. So shout yes. out, shout out. More to y'all. More episodes with six, and
1: also she lives in Atlanta, so I think that uh, we need to tell her to come back here more often because I miss you. You know,
2: I'm trying. I'm gonna try. Y'all Bicostal be shit. Y'all
1: be open, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. You guys are open as fuck. We'll be open soon. Everyone's come, getting vaccinated. Come
2: to town and don't know, um, don't know what to do. Don't got
1: nothing to do. <laughs> Honestly, all, I mean, I should go visit you. You and should do, like an Atlanta version.
2: Oh, you should. It's so much, so much fun. I okay. love Atlanta.
1: All right, I'm coming over. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Love you guys. Love Bye. y'all. Toodles. Broke girl therapy. <laughs> that was cute. Broke Girl therapy, broke Girl therapy, broke Girl therapy, growth therapy, therapy, Broke therapy.